We're told all the time to pay attention to our audience. Figure out exactly who your target market is. Business owners go to great lengths to understand the buying patterns and the daily habits and the average income or the average height or the average age of the people that they're selling to. But they usually forget to consider how able their audience is. Let's dive in, shall we? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a really awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, it's all about inclusion. We're going to make sure that you're addressing accessibility when you're creating your marketing fodder, that you're addressing usability when you're designing your websites, that you're considering things you might never have noticed before, because it pays to pay attention. We're getting older every single day. With it comes a slew of discoveries as the days go by, realizations no one warned us about. The words on your phone's screen start to get smaller and harder to read. You keep trying to figure out where to click on one web page to get to another one, but it's suddenly so counterintuitive. You get tired faster. You get cranky quicker. You want to punch everyone in the face by the end of the day. Am I projecting here? While I might sound like your grandmother did, there's a flip side to it. Long ago, older women showed up to the Founding Moms twice monthly masterminds, which we call Founding Exchanges, and shared their war stories. They talk about their menopausal sleepless nights and their unwelcome hot flashes. They'd ask me to print out our agendas with larger lettering so they could more easily read them. They shared how quickly they saw the internet was evolving, not really grasping how Twitter worked or why anyone would join Instagram. And I reveled in all of it. It was like an early warning system I'd accidentally created. These wise women not only predicted what was in store for me, but they also hit me to this plain and simple truth that I want to pay forward to you. We aren't paying enough attention to people's abilities. We're all able differently, but we forget to think about this stuff as we're building our businesses. I might argue that we aren't even aware about changes we could make. Case in point, when I show up to do a keynote speech at a conference, and that conference is in a boardroom that fits only maybe 50 people, I'm always asked if I want to use a microphone or not, as though it's a choice. You've probably seen it yourselves. Those speakers who boast that they don't need one, they have booming voices and prefer to go without one. But those speakers aren't considering audience attendees like me, who wear hearing aids. No matter where I'm sitting, even if it's smack in the front row right in front of the speaker, I might lose the end of a word or miss an entire phrase if the speaker isn't amplified. I began to lose my hearing at a young age. I have genetic middle hearing loss. And even though I now wear devices that help me tremendously, it's not perfect. 
There was also a speaking gig I did once where an attendee came up to ask that I face forward for the entirety of the talk. She was deaf, but she could lip read. If I turned my head around to face my slides, she said, she wouldn't be able to follow. Talk about a teaching moment. It would help the deaf and we hard of hearing folk if other people were more tuned in to how we're a bit tuned out. They'd pay more attention to the voicemails they leave. Please leave a message after the tone. Maybe they'd mumble a little bit less. And those videos they put out, maybe they'd add captions or subtitles so we could read along if we couldn't hear anything. The need is actually pretty widespread. What about people trying to watch your video while they're in a very quiet coffee shop or a library? They can't. You want people to buy what you sell? Help them to hear it by letting them read along. Oh, and what's the size of your website's font? Is it tiny so that it looks cute and wholesome? Is it a unique type of script that's so curvy we can't tell the difference between an O and a D and a zero? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But if that beholder wears glasses or they're using a tiny device or they have any number of issues seeing or reading, We entrepreneurs need to stray from the desire to put out there what only we want to see. You want people to buy what you sell? Help them to see it. It's time to review what you're putting out into the world and making sure that it's as inclusive as you can make it. By the way, a lot of people who have functional limitations may not even see themselves as disabled. I certainly don't. But I sure do appreciate the attention to detail, and I know other people do too. What do I mean by attention to detail? Like making sure your website has enough contrast that I can see it in bright daylight or in my dark office room on my phone's screen. Like thoughtfully putting captions on your videos for the times I'm in a loud location but I do want to watch. If you want to make improvements to the functionality of the marketing stuff you put out into the world and you don't know where to begin, take a look at the sites you're already using. YouTube and Facebook and Headliner can automatically generate captions for you. Apple users can use the Clips app for Instagram. Droid users can use InShot. And you can use RenderForest for entire videos. These are just a few of the suggestions out there. Google for hundreds more. What do I mean by attention to detail? Like seeing if you can't add assistive technologies to your site. Screen readers that read aloud or screen magnifiers to enlarge words, or voice recognition software to input text. Or, like adding easy-to-understand instructions in your website's forms so that folks who have cognitive and learning disabilities can also understand what you're explaining. Do these things seem like a big ask? Perhaps you don't think that you serve folks with learning disabilities, so you don't have to pay attention. But what if there were hundreds if not thousands of people ready to buy what you sell, but they can't access your website right this very minute. Oh, no. Maybe you're confident that these add-ons to your business are too expensive, and you'll handle them when your company grows in the future. Sure, you can convince yourself of that, but it's just not true. There are a boatload of helpful free resources, tons of plugins alone, that'll help you accomplish these things. Give your audience equal access to your website, to your products, and your services. If you're already being thoughtful about your user's experience, like what colors to use or how to describe what you sell, 
it'd benefit both you and your audience to stay mindful about accessibility, too. You betcha! That's right! We got a new review! A lovely lady named Kathy left five whole stars, and she wrote, What a cool concept! Short snippets for learning. There is no failure, only growth bumps. Kathy, what a cool review! I agree, there is no failure, particularly when it comes to your review. Want to be like Kathy? Head to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave one there, pretty please, so that other entrepreneurs can find these episodes that'll help them to build better businesses. You don't call, you don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message, a text, a voicemail, anything there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and my audiologist for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. 